Welcome to No Such Thing as Normal podcast with Natalie Hayes and Jess McKeown. This is a casual podcast where we talk about all of the things you're not supposed to talk about in order to help you normalize your real life because we're all just a bunch of weirdos having a completely human experience in a society that asks us to pretend like we're not. And I'm your host, Jess, a gifted spirit baby medium who facilitates deep soul healing by channeling divine messages. I'm your other host, Natalie, an intuitive mentor and a transformative healer. Be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts, watch our 100% unedited episodes on YouTube, and you can all follow, you can follow us on the gram at McJaguar and at intuitively Natalie for more weirdo and woo-woo content. And if you like this episode, please be sure to rate and review and subscribe and share it on social media and tag us so that more people can unleash their weird with you. Uh, and today is another guest episode. It's our second guest episode. We're so excited. We have... Lindsay Diamond here today. I think I alluded to it on the last episode that we did, right? Um, She helped my wife so much in so many ways that we might talk about today, but she is an architect of the new world, a medical intuitive and a healer of all things quantum. So welcome, Lindsay. Hi, thanks for having me. It's such an honor. I'm so excited. Love the intro and the name of your podcast. Couldn't be more perfect. (laughs) Thanks. We're pretty weird. <laughs> then uh, I'm on the right place. Yeah. Yes. yeah we're all here together. Mm-hmm. I love your title, Architect of the New World. Yes. That um that was given to me partly due to my mission and purpose and what I'm connected to, why I'm on the earth at this time. And it's really out there. I don't get to talk about it that often just because people are like, okay, Lindsay, right? Which suits this <laughs> podcast perfectly. But um, what I do is I create pathways through um, the collective consciousness, new pathways. I redirect humanity, um, clear out what is no longer serving, connect to organic templates and kind of move forward into new frameworks. So when my guides were sharing with me, because I work with a galactic high council, they said, you are an architect of the new world. I was like, pardon? Okay. You want me to use that? That's fine. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Feeling fancy over here with this yeah. architect title. Does it come with a nameplate? That's really cool. <laughs> Do you have like galactic blueprints? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's my license plate. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so much. Right. Um, so what exactly, like with the templating and everything that you were talking about, what exactly do you help your clients do? Yes. Yeah, so I am still, I meant to do more group-based um type courses and bringing energy onto the planet connected to this alignment and this new world energy. But I just love doing one-on-ones. Like they're just I connecting with individuals, helping them in their journey. And I really do a lot of soul level type work. It's mm. very galactic. It's very out there. I'm sure Janice filled you in and we talked before <laughs> Natalie, right? That's a really good cool And Jess, stuff. you're just on board with all of this. Yeah. So <laughs> It's a lot of like blueprint type work, a lot of um, masculine, feminine, a lot of unique signature, which is actually connected to our purpose and mission, like how we're here to serve earth and the galactics and the universe. And it, it all ties together, like what our role is to help with the evolvement of all connected to all timelines, our soul imprints, like it's huge, right? So I, it's a lot of like acknowledging of past lives, a lot of clearing templates, a lot of repair in our energy system. There's a lot of damage, 
um, we connect to Stargate systems. Like it's it's pretty out there, and a lot of people, I, I when I meet people, they're usually kind of along in their journey somewhat, or they're very open to what I do because sometimes they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about, lady. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, but it's it's we work with the energy systems and clearing imprints and connecting back home to ourselves, right? That's essentially what we're doing in this lifetime. We're clearing it all and we're coming back home to ourselves. So that yeah. is amazing. Um, so, you know, when you were going to college, were you like flipping through the course catalog and you're like, hmm, <laughs> new mean? architect of the world, math, science, like how did you get to this place? Did you have a normal, we put it in quotes, job before this? Like what led you here? That's really interesting. So I kind of missed some of the cues in that like waking <laughs> up process. I had to go with the fail safe program. Like, there was definitely uh, missing some of the cues. So I, I, I call it my journey from trauma to healing, right? There was this long process of acquiring a lot of trauma, working through a lot of trauma as all, most of us have, right? That's how mm -hmm. we learn how to help serve humanity and help with this paradigm shift. So most of us being light workers have come and immersed ourselves in some sort of deep trauma. And we're all like, why are we doing this? What, <laughs> what the is heck happening? is the purpose? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> why am I here? Why is this so hard? But, um, I was, I, I think that in what just came up a, a fragmentation that I worked through, I was conscious up until the age of five. I remembered why I was here. I remember thinking I can move that bowl of fruit. What is wrong with everyone? Do they not know who I am? Like, it was really funny looking back. Like I'm born into the wrong family. These people mm -hmm. have no idea who I am. They misunderstand everything. They misunderstand who I am. I have chills. My purpose, right. And I knew I was Oof. here for something really big. And it's not like egotistically thinking that, you know, you don't know who I am. It's just like, what is wrong with you people? Right. Because of, because of that. Right? Well, we're You're making it so much harder on yourself. Right? Well, guys are not really doing the right thing here. You're not really aligned with what we're doing here. Yeah. So there was a lot of trauma and, um, and then going unconscious at the age of five to, mm. to self-preserve and, it was part of my mission of connecting back to that framework. Um, so skipping ahead, I, you know, I, I did a lot of stuff, a lot of disconnected, um, connecting to men, you know, that mm. whole um, leading with my body, trying to, you know, validate who I was outside of myself, trying to find my way, trying to get anything that felt um like that void that I had within, right? The disconnect, mm. the trauma, I was really in it. And I really disconnected from myself and did a lot of terrible things as we all do, right? Working through that. And by the age of 31, I had married a gentleman that was, I shouldn't have married, right? It was looked great on paper and it was part <laughs> of the program here on earth. And right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The steps that we take of what we're supposed to do, the conformity. And I just, I really played out my trauma and realized in that time frame, 2009, 2010, um, I started to like feel things. I started to have awareness around things again. I started to think this isn't right. There's more, something's wrong. I can't eat like that anymore. It, you know, that, that initial, like those little nuances that show up that kind of tell you this isn't working. And 
And I remember I, that's when I kind of started with the program, like getting it and kind of my journey. And I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit with that. And I had to go with the fail safe program. So I entered into, I skipped a couple of years, went, went into the drinking, the partying, the, what can I do to disconnect and get what I need outside of myself. Right. And I ended up landing in a very magnetic soul connection, karmic connection Mm. that, um, brought me to my knees. I was assaulted and um, had an acquired brain injury. And it was the start of my life falling apart, completely just halted, right? That's it. We're done. Like I can no longer continue on like that. I've never met anyone and had that kind of connection before in my life. It turned my world upside down. Mm -hmm. So that being said, um, it's where it all began, right? It's where I really, really started with those, um, taking those steps towards healing in a really profound way. And because I really had everything taken away, like everything really stopped. Like I couldn't have a text message come in and have someone in front of me open an elevator and then someone over here crumple a bag. I would be like sideways because, because of the intensity of the brain injury. So I really, you know, had, had it all taken away. And I remember going to the doctor and, and that Western medicine kind of channel and them saying, this is it, this is your life. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, this is it. And I'm like, hell no. I refuse. I refuse. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? I will die trying. I cannot stay like this. Like I'm, I felt like I was like going down the road of part vegetable, right? Like there was Mm -hmm. no, I would drive by my house when I was going home. I was trying to reconnect back to Lindsay and I had apathy. Like there was, it was terrible. It was terrible to experience yet the most profound um, healing experience that I've had, because it's in that darkness that we find our light, right? It's in that Mm -hmm. pain and the discord and the not being able to to get what we need and that ultimately the pain, right? So I, I remember making a decision and knowing that this is not how it is. This is not the way I'm going to live. I will die trying, like I said. And I remember I made a decision and it was, I want to heal. I know I can heal. And I don't know why I just knew that, but I knew I could heal. And within 24 hours of making that decision consciously, the three practitioners that were the most impactful on my journey showed up. And it just, yeah, it was one thing after the other. And I remember I went to a a naturopath. There was a a series of events that happened, but it was this one naturopath. She was intuitive and um, she was a medical intuitive like I was. Um, Well, she is. And she took me into this space and and I wasn't connected to spirituality. I didn't know what she was talking about. I'm like, sure, talk to my spirit guide, whatever that is. That that sounds good. (laughs) This, the people here aren't really working out for me. So let's try another channel, right? This is great. So we connected to my spirit guide. And this was when I was in this really abusive relationship, I was very unwell and there was no way out, right? Like I couldn't get out of it no matter how hard I tried. And I remember them talking about that, you know, the abuse pattern and that battered wife syndrome when I was younger. And I was like, 
that's crazy that that could even happen, mm-hmm. right? Like, is that even possible? And, and here I was living it. Like I couldn't get out of this relationship, relationship for the life of me. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, we connected to my inner child and I was like, whatever the inner child is, feels really weird. I'm crying. I don't understand what's <laughs> happening. And, but it feels really real. And, and, and I remember her talking about my spirit guide coming forward. And he said to me, Lindsay, you don't remember who you are. You don't remember how powerful you are and what you're here to do. And that's okay. We're friends from long ago, but you will remember. And it will be one month in about one month, it will be all be over. And it was almost one month to the day that he had, my boyfriend had assaulted me and I had to charge him. I had to charge him to save myself, right? Essentially to get him out of my life. And I didn't click into that, that event, right? I didn't go back to it initially, but looking back, I was like, oh, spirit God, like there was the thing there and it, it just and told me. <laughs> oh, and there was like a series. It was like to the day I was like, this is crazy. Oh, like God. this guy that I don't know actually knows what he's talking about. Do not, he's invisible. But anyway, <laughs> right? yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> person that's I don't even know if he's a person but anyway and it was my working guide it was my first guide that I ever met that I you know and it was this series of events that that showed up continuously that validated that was like you're on the right track like given information people showing up like insane stories like we could be here all day but just that guidance and that Mm you know, unmistakable, unwavering, like, hell yes, right? Like, you cannot ignore it. Um, and, and that was just what really helped propel me in my journey. And I continued on through that, the whole healing the trauma. And I did it through um, somatic experiencing and connecting to my body and learning how to work with trauma, learning how to work with the imprints connecting to the body and spirituality and all those things. And it slowly evolved and then kind of just ended up with um, me meeting my mentor. And then I took a course and then just one thing led to another to, I'm going to fast forward to the first time I ever connected to a client and um, she was a friend and she was asking me information. And she said, I've had this issue. Um, They don't know what it is. It's a health issue. And nobody can find out, nobody can help me. Western medicine doesn't have answers. And we'll go into a little bit about the journey and and how that shows up, but typically, but the way this was showing up is she just, she couldn't find her way. And she was really struggling for about four or five years. And my guides came through that day and they were like, tell her she has Lyme. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm not telling her that. Like, <laughs> I'm not qualified. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I don't want her calling me later on. This is really problematic. No, you're gonna have to find someone else, right? Like, yeah. I'm not doing this. I ended up telling her, they said, just trust me. And this was my first really aligned like experience of mm. sharing information about the body and connecting to the body. And it was about two months later, she called me up. I remember it was my birthday, and my guide. Alano is his name. He came through and he said, there's a surprise for you today. And mm. I was like, okay, it's my birthday. Am I getting okay. a cake? Like what's, what's <laughs> happening here? Right. And then she messaged me and she said, Lindsay, I can't even express how like my mm. gratitude towards you. I tested positive for Lyme and they finally know 
you know, what direction to take a course of action. And she says, I'm just so grateful to have an answer. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. You're like, and do I also get a cake spirit? Or right. like, <laughs> is, it just this? or is that the surprise? Or is there something? Is there a bigger surprise? Surprise? Yeah. Is this it or is there more? Like, I just want to know what, what this is. Yeah. So it just it evolved from there. And, and then the collective work started and more guides started showing up and the mission unraveled. And um I work with my physical body, um, which a lot of people are here doing their own unique mission of um, behind the scenes collective work. We don't always know what we're doing, but we're all contributing to this paradigm shift, right? I don't, Natalie, Let's right? Really? Jenna she's, like, she's like, I guess, I don't know, I have a diamond in my head, Natalie. I'm obviously <laughs> superior to you. <laughs> Jenna is the best. She's so calm, like, because she's, she's, I'm telling her this really out there stuff and she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just taking yeah, it all in. I'm yeah. like, are you sure, like you're okay with this Jenna she's like yeah no I do I got it this is great yeah totally yeah. fine yeah wrote it all down I'll let Natalie know give Natalie the 911 oh my god she's so funny I like Jenna said that we're allowed to share her story mm-hmm. full permission nobody come for me um but she uh, it's her Saturn return work like when she hit oh god I think she was 28 um, she one day randomly, her like lips swelled up, face swelled up. She's never had health issues per se. I think she had like asthma as a kid. Um, but her like face swelled up, her lips swelled up. We were like, that's super weird. Like what if maybe you ate something weird? Like maybe you have a shellfish fish allergy or something. She was lactose intolerant, like a little bit in her early twenties. There was the great cream cheese incident of 2015. Um, <laughs> but that we're better now <laughs> oh my god cream cheese is the worst oh, well that's when she found out she was lactose intolerant that's when I found out I was lactose intolerant yes. oh my god uh-huh. what a great catalyst cream cheese <laughs> spiritual healer cream cheese um so like one day she just woke up and she had like her face was swollen super weird it went down we didn't think much of it and then like she would just get these random they're not even hives. They were like welts. They were huge. They would like pop up on her leg and her whole thigh would be super tight from the swelling. It was like what they call, I guess what they would describe it as in Western medicine is angioedema. It's just like soft tissue swelling of unknown origin. We really don't know what brought it on or anything like that. And me working in Western medicine, both of us really, but I work in the ER. So like I see angioedema, I see how they treat it. And I knew that if we went to the ER, or to a Western medicine doctor, like all they were going to do was suppress her immune system, which was not addressing the problem. And that would be forever. That would be her life Mm. forever. She would probably never come off of immunosuppressants. We wouldn't be able to travel. She would get sick. It could kill her with your suppressing your immune system. Like they would just put her on long-term steroids, which messes with your skin and you can get diabetes. Like there's, it's just like this downhill effect of Western medicine that we really didn't want to go down. And then we found you, Lindsay. And I was like, immediately, I'm going to book this for Jenna because she's her first answer to everything is always no, <laughs> but then she comes around. <laughs> I can see that. I yeah, can it's see always that. no, <laughs> but then I, I booked it for her, which I don't recommend doing for your partners. And I actually don't allow my clients to do that. But in Jenna's case, I was like, you need this. And I know you're going to say no. <laughs> so I booked it for her. I think we booked a package 
And like, she's worked with you since like 2018 or 19. Mm -hmm. It's, it's incredible. The like transformation that has taken place. Like, yes, it's taken time. She didn't, she doesn't always have these weird hives. They would come and go mostly in times of stress or full moons or eclipses. Um, They would come up full force because apparently she's doing collective work. So it's like her processing this energy for the collective and all of the other stuff, like her past life that you told her about, she has like this birthmark on her back and you were like, oh yeah, you got stabbed. (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, yeah, that lands. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Oh, it's just crazy. And now like after working with you for so long, and then I just switched up our supplements on a whim. I think she was a little mineral deficient. So we've got her on minerals now. And like, she never gets one. And if she does get one, they're gone in like six to eight hours. And they're just so random and they're little, they're not like taking her over her whole life anymore. And like, I just cannot thank you enough. <laughs> like she, it was so bad. Her throat would almost close. It's happened like three times. I remember um, when I first met Jenna, um, she was just desperate, right? She's like, I'll do whatever, like, whatever you're going to say, I'm open. Mm -hmm. Natalie booked this. No, she wasn't. (laughs) So I mean, come, yeah. (laughs) I don't have a choice. No, but she was, she was desperate, right? This was really um, playing out in her everyday life and affecting her. And this is what shows up in a lot of clients, right? These, these issues where it doesn't necessarily fit the box of Western medicine mm-hmm. and it doesn't follow, you know, some sort of protocol or outlay the way that, you know, symptoms normally do. And for many of us that are here for this paradigm shift, Jenna being mm-hmm. one of them doing the collective work, we bring this information forward, right? And it manifests through the physical body. So these are things that we want to work through in this lifetime. And a lot of times it's connected to our mission and purpose, what we're here to do. And it keeps us searching for more. Mm -hmm. So with, yeah, right. It keeps us unraveling and healing. Like if we came and we were all like, everything's great. I'm healed. I'm just going to go shopping. We're not like, oh, I'm going to go do some deep discovery work and unravel my shadow (laughs) side. Like it's just not how we work. Unfortunately, I wish. So we keep these like markers or body cues or manifestations that show up physically that help us and guide us, right? They're like keys unlocking layers within our energy system because we are not linear beings, right? It is so multifaceted we are multi-dimensional there's so many galactic energies and past life energies and events and things that we have chosen to clear in this lifetime from planets that we have been you know a part of lifetimes our home right our galactics all of that it's so huge so with jenna that's exactly what we did is we started working through the layers Mm-hmm. And Natalie, it does take time, right? It, it does, yeah. Time to unravel those layers. So I have that a lot where people will show up and, and sometimes we can clear it. Yeah. We'll clear whatever the issue is. And then it's like the next layer comes in. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that issue is kind of embedded throughout the journey to help us continue on. So with Jenna, there was past lives, there was um, events that she was holding. She was holding like the seaweed type it it had like this um acidic feel to it in her energy system and I would peel back the layer and clear it out and then a new layer would come in I'm like oh my gosh where is this coming from and it wasn't 
I wasn't able to, like, sometimes the information is there, like you can track it back. And sometimes it's like, nope, this is all you need to know right now, right? Mm -hmm. So clear that out, we'll go into that next layer. And it's kind of a a need to know with where you are, how you set it up for yourself, right? The journey, your blueprint. Yeah, this is all her fault. This is all her fault. (laughs) I know, she totally just... Yeah, she asked for all of that. She set that up, right? I asked for this. Yeah. You wanted this, Natalie. But it was, it's really unique because when you when we start connecting to these energies, it really opened Jenna up to other avenues of possibility. And you know, it I feel like she would connect it back to you, Natalie. And she would say, oh, well, Natalie does, you know, A, B, and C. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I understand why we're together. And it was just, <laughs> it was so amazing. Like it was so beautiful to watch this unfolding and this opening up and this just neutrality in it. Like Jenna's such a beautiful soul, right? Like mm-hmm. she's just so she lovely. Is. And she's she's so calm and cool. And she's like, okay, I think I can get on board with this. Like, yeah, I, yeah that's I, right. I think I can get behind this. Yeah. But the information that came through, she just, we just had to work through the layers. And essentially what we're doing is we're clearing out all that is um, wanting to be cleared in this lifetime, the energy of wanting to activate, you know, that, that new energy coming back online, right? Our DNA connecting back to our multidimensionality and the layers of who we truly are. So Natalie is a perfect, Natalie, I'm sorry, I'm always calling Jenna (laughs) Natalie. We're the same. The same. (laughs) Just one word, yeah. So (laughs) Jenna had this beautiful unfolding of connecting back to these aspects of herself, right? And Mm -hmm. what we're doing basically is, um, the all these aspects and timelines right we're resolving them and alchemizing them so we can converge and kind of come back narrow in and release what is no longer needed right what we don't need to carry what's been cleared and then we just kind of narrow in and come back into our wholeness so I love working with that with I love that yeah. So you kind of bring your clients like back into like a whole, like their whole soul. I've heard that term before, like a whole soul mm. state. Yeah. We, when we come into this lifetime, we are the largeness of our energy system doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to take parts of that and make it unconscious because we can only hold so much in the conscious state energetically wise with the 3d reality of how we exist and many of us you guys especially well your your audience whoever's listening mm-hmm. a lot of us are not from here a lot of us have never been here before oh they're not from right? no our audience yeah <laughs> so we don't know that because we've been like i don't want us to use the word program but we have been imprinted with what it is, memories and information about the planet around lifetimes, around key events like Jesus being here or around Lemuria and Mm -hmm. and so on, Atlantis, right? To help us be able to relate to the human race. So a lot of us are not from here. I love that. Yeah, it's Um, really interesting. When you say a lot of us are not from here, do you mean that we're from outer space? Yes. Okay. One so, say safely that we yes. are 
I mean, and let's talk about that. Cause we've talked about the galactic council a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm just so curious, like work with intergalactic beings and how did you start working with them? And how did you, how do people kind of know if they are intergalactic? If you're an alien, if you're an alien. Yeah. If you're an alien, I think that it is an unraveling process. So, I mean, each layer that we unravel, right, of the programming, it's like unpacking what's not ours, right? It's the awakening process where you kind of wake up in your sun and going, what the hell just happened to me? I've been living this way for however many years. And now I know that that's not real. That's not right. That's not mine. We start unpacking, we start unlearning and start connecting to who we truly are. And in that process, there's layers of truth that come through, right? You know, that unwavering soul recognition, that truth that comes in where you're like, I just know, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of times um, when I'm on the phone with a client and I'll do a past life and anyone can make up a past life, right? Anyone can do it. So you were in this lifetime and someone's throwing like this arrow at you, blah, 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 and go on with the story. But the thing is when you really hit that, like soul imprint, there's a recognition that happens. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times people will start crying or their their body will just give out or they'll start shaking because it's that soul recognition, that knowing our bodies are beautiful guides in this mm. lifetime. Our bodies don't lie, right? Mm-hmm. So they will guide us as to what like is true, what our truth is, right? I love that. Yeah, so connecting back to the layers of what our truth is. And for myself, I mean, that's the best experience that I have, right? In the layers of me learning um, and working through all the, the density and the imprints of energy and the lifetimes, I've actually, I'm not really from here. And connecting to like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys, yeah, just, just going <laughs> to let you know, I'm, I'm new here. Yeah. But I don't, I don't come here often. And <laughs> Sounds well, really right here. Yeah. Yes. If Earth was a bar, right? Earth, don't come here. I don't come here often. <laughs> yeah, not an avid visitor. So basically, <laughs> uh, and and I have, but I haven't been right. So it's like working through the imprints of energy of what was put into the energy system that I set up for myself to clear through my mission through the ascension process through the evolvement of earth and this paradigm shift, right? So what I came to do, my work, it took me a long time to say that it's my work because I was so angry that I was doing this work, right? I was like the collective work and I was angry, right? And then I had to realize that I, this is my work to do. This is what I chose to do. That's a newer evolvement. That's good, right? Sometimes we're Yes. (laughs) Right. Sometimes we're a little upset that we're having to go through things. So um, that was been over the past (laughs) two years. Yeah. But I think that when we, when we work through those layers and we connect back to our home, our galactic home, I'm not even from this universe. I'm from very, very far away. So yeah, I've just connected back to my home within the past year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's I didn't want to make you cry. I know when you talk about home, like sometimes you can get really emotional because you miss it. Yes. It, it was so far away mm-hmm. that we had to find a meeting place. 
in the in the middle Mm -hmm. and initially I was seeing the vision of the planet it looked like some euphoric planet where everything was just like bliss like it was Mm -hmm. the most beautiful place I have ever seen and as soon as I connected to that I'm like I want to go home Mm -hmm. I want to go immediately I want to go home I want to go home and I cried and I understood everything landed as to why I have felt like a fish out of water, which we all do, right? Mm -hmm. Because of where we come from, the largeness of our energy system, the love that we're used to holding. Mm -hmm. And then we come here and we're like, what is wrong with this planet? (laughs) What is going on? What is wrong with these people, right? But it's the programming, it's the paradigm. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, everything makes sense. Like, I understand why... I didn't understand, right? Mm -hmm. I understand why nothing fit. So when I started working with my home, my galactic family, I remember my starseed origin. I remember they would come halfway because it was really intense. Like my head would almost blow up when I would go there. It's Mm -hmm. it's very far to travel. So they would meet me halfway. And we started out with, it was like a spaceship, right? And they would put me in this chair to recalibrate stuff. And I'm like, listen, we have to find a new way to do this because I don't really like the chair. Right. We had to have this whole conversation. I'm like, I feel like this is like off an alien movie. We've got to switch this up. So we had to relocate the chair uh-huh. to a beach. Yes. Right? I'm like, yes. Beach. Way better. Yeah. Cause it was kind of like, it was a lot. So I would go to the beach and they would recalibrate my energy system. That's when I started working with energy in a very different way where you could go in and say, okay, so recalibrate this. It's almost like a computer program Mm -hmm. where you could direct, like recalibrate, turn the dial. I want to be tuned into this. What is the upgrade that's available right now? Can we recalibrate the energy that we're currently in? Like it was insane how fast we, like how fast we are able to work and the Mm. new energy and the possibilities. So there was, yeah, it was a crazy experience, a little bit of a morning process, a little bit of mm. um, me deciding to, they gave me the option. This is a little out there. Do you want to go home? Do you want to stay? Like, what do you want? I, like, I That would make sense with your sovereignty and like free will. Like now that you know what home is that they would offer you that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I kind of really want to come home, but then there's that, the energy of the human Lindsay, right? On the yeah. planet going, so like, do I teleport off? Am I, I going to die? die? Like, how does this <laughs> work? Like, are, we, is, are people going to know that I just left? Like, yeah. right? what are the logistics? <laughs> well, you pick so, me up in the spaceship in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> we leave I an email. It. Like, how are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. What was the point of all of this, right? Like, it's just, Especially when we we finished up um, the large collective work that I was doing with the Galactic Council of reinstating um, all of these inverted energies and teasing them apart and and everything has pretty much been cleared out, right? We're just waiting for this alignment to come in around this, well, they call it the shift or the flash or all kinds of things. It's quite gradual and it's we're slowly moving through it. Like we're seeing crazy changes. Like, do you guys even feel like the same person you were yesterday? Like it's that, that fast. No, it's wild. I've heard so much about like this flash coming through. Jess and I, we've talked about it. I think you channeled Mm -hmm. stuff around the flash that it's coming and it's building. And I thought it was going to take out the internet. It didn't surprisingly, unfortunately. (laughs) <laughs> well that, right but there there is a lot with these solar flares these incoming yeah. solar flares that's a part of it and there's yeah. 
my guides were telling me that it's like a three-part event and it's this mm-hmm. alignment with the suns, right? The sacred yeah. suns and, and what's coming in in this merging of worlds connected to um, the seven sacred planets and the, the Pleiades, like the, the seven yeah. sister, like the higher heavens. Yeah. And it's this merging and coming together. And that's where I work with the solar logos and creating the signature of the new earth. So it's, it's really big. I know it's, it's like really out there and profound and huge. And sometimes I'm like, am I really um, on this planet? Number one, is this real? Like sometimes my boyfriend is like, I I don't know what you're talking about. Like, right. It's just a lot, right. It's very out there. There's, this is the perfect podcast anyway. (laughs) for this oh my gosh so this whole energy of the shift coming in exactly like how we're talking about the flash there is that element in that final like piece where we come back online and we remember and yeah that makes me want to puke what is that yeah (laughs) that's like a wave of nausea (laughs) so this is interesting. So when we think about this coming back online, how do you guys, so Natalie, that's, yeah, that's an interesting experience. Yeah. Right. But just how do you feel? Like just the thought of it, what does that feel like for you? For me, it's always just feel like be prepared because they're going to need stuff. And like, this is why we need to create these courses and places and groups and events, because when everybody wakes up, they're going to need immediate services, almost like ER services, but in the spiritual realm. And so even though we don't see it, the uptake yet, when, when everybody wakes up, like, I know that I'm here to be like a helper of like, okay, here we go. Here's your stuff. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. That's what I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, Oh, be prepared, but I'm excited. I'm kind of a little bit eager. Like I want to just be like, wake up everybody. (laughs) Let's have it right now. Let's do the flash now. Yeah. Like stop hitting snooze. Let's do it. Right. Let's go. Yeah. There's, there's a crazy excitement, but there is an element of memory where we have done this before and it didn't really work out, but this time it is working out. Right. So it's interesting, Natalie, that you're feeling that because a lot of us have that memory. And for myself too, I'm like, there's something coming up that I'm like just a not happy about. Imprint. Yeah. I'm like it failed. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, oh, like yeah. are we doing this again. And my guys just said, you've done this before. I'm like, and why are we doing this again? It's like, well, yeah. But, Isn't that the definition of insanity? <laughs> yeah. So let's do it again. I think this is, there's a couple times in there, but um, yeah, but I, I exactly like what you're saying, Jess, when, when this happens, when we come back online and this huge awakening happens and humanity wakes up, right. There's, there is no other way. Like you're, you're either going or we're not. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a lot of information that we hold within our blueprint that is going to start coming through and you're going to get instructions and you're going to know what to do. And that's why that calling like right now we're all ushering in the new energy, right? We don't even yeah. have our full skill set yet of, of, of how we're meant to serve, of who we are, of our magic, our mission. Um, and that's that's part of the, the course that I was talking about yes. before Soul Print is activating that energy within, right? Connected to our blueprint. We're not here to adopt another methodology or be anyone else other than what we hold within us. 
we really do have it all. And when we are able to clear out, there's a lot of disconnect in the soul signature um, and sorry, the, um, the monadic soul structure and our, um, oh my gosh, I'm having a thing. Our uh, unique signature. Yeah, I I think (laughs) I left the planet again. (laughs) Right. So there's this big disconnect that that exists between the monadic soul structure and our um, signature that we hold, right? Of how we're here to serve, of the involvement of the planet, of our soul involvement. And what ends up happening is, is it's the damage of where we have been. So there's a lot of people walking around going, I'm here for something big. But I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I, I can't connect to it. I don't know what that is. So that's what part of my mission is with Soul Print is clearing out, reconnecting the big acknowledgements and then bringing forward those energies, the activations of what they are wanting to work with. Yes. Of, yes. Yeah, of, of how they're meant to serve on this planet and kind of that map, right? Of, okay, so this is that next step, right? Like facing you in the direction that you're meant to be, opening up that pathway, because we're all being called, right? We need mm-hmm. to prepare and get ready as these instructions start coming in. It's very exciting. That's so exciting. I have chills. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, a segue. What is your relationship with Jesus? Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. He's I one know. My, he's I one of my guides, Lindsay. Yeah. Jasper. So he's one of your guides? One of my, and Anna's Mary Magdalene. Oh, and he's hilarious for me. He's funny. I love him so much. He's so funny. Yeah. He's so funny. Yeah. He's such, he's, he's always referring to himself. Yeah, he is. He's a hilarious guy, right? Like we are like, oh my gosh, Jesus. Right. He's like, I'm just a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Just a dude. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I have been in many lifetimes with Jesus. And um, we've been together in many lifetimes. We're actually hey. from, yeah, we're hey. from the same school. Yeah. <laughs> you swiped right, he swiped right, whatever it is. <laughs> Match, yes. Yeah, so this lifetime, that lifetime. <laughs> Here we are. And it's really funny because when Jesus came in, um, the first time I ever met him, I remember talking to my mentor and telling her, listen, I know that I've been intimate with this guy before and I don't know if that's normal. Like, I think I've had sex with Jesus. Like what is going on? Right. So I was like mortified. And when Jesus first, like when we first connected, it was this really intense um, romantic connection and Mm -hmm. like a rekindling and a a recognition. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if you have the right person. Like, I don't know what's happening here, but I was, Yeah. And I was really, really upset at first because when we first channeled, um, because it comes in in layers, sometimes this is a big thing. Everybody wants to know everything, right? Until you know it. And then your head blows up and you literally step out and you're like, what's the point of being here? Right. So we, yeah, we really have to, to take these in stride, right? Like we have to get that information in pieces or it's too much. It kind of blows us up. So, um, initially it was when my mentor Lori was 
you know, exploring my relationship with Jesus. It's like, oh, when you guys were in past lives together, he would ride through town and you would bet him and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? No, I wouldn't. I'm not like that. Like, I was so mad. I was like, no, I know that there's more there, right? <laughs> so it was this big unfolding until we came back into um, the energy of not around the story, but around the other lifetimes of, of where I am with Jesus, the unfolding, all the work that I've done with him mm. and what I'm connected to. I also, I never talk about this. It's from actually a fragmented aspect of my soul that is gone, but there was a part of me that was connected to Mary Magdalene as well. And, and we all hold imprints of that, like the people who are of that bloodline or mm -hmm. DNA structure, right? Mm -hmm. We're all, a lot of us are part of that bloodline. And um, I hold part of Mary Magdalene's DNA structure. And, but some people have, I've had healers have told me that Jesus, your twin flame, you know, he's your twin flame and, or, but they, but it's not, it's not that it's like a soul. How did they describe it? A soul flame or an interconnectedness, but I don't talk about that stuff. So when Jesus, like, I don't ever share this or yeah. talk about it. You don't talk about so, Jesus. Sorry to call you up. <laughs> I do, but people, everybody thinks they're Jesus or Mary. Mary yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. because we all have that imprint of energy that archetypal energy of that connection and what we hold yeah but my experience with Jesus is it's really weird like we bicker back and forth <laughs> I love it like, like a, a couple, couple. <laughs> I'm like yeah and I'm like no he's like yeah I'm, mm -mm, I'm not doing that he's like yeah you are you know we're gonna we're gonna you know sit down and talk about this and but it's very respectful and loving and there's so much reverence and do, do I really know what that connection is? All I know is that we're from the same planet, our home mm -hmm. planet, and we're part of the same soul family. And there's a core element of Jesus soul level that I share with. That's, that's the easiest way for me to describe that as far as, you know, bringing it down to Mary Magdalene or, you know, Jesus on the planet and stuff like that. A lot of those stories have been distorted. Mm -hmm. right so much he hates it he hates it he, he tells hates me all the time it. yeah he's like oh my god again so, with the religion <laughs> I so how he shows up for me with the spirit babies is when people have lost faith um and he asked me to reconnect them back to faith he, they don't have to be reconnected back to religion or him because a lot of people have a very bad experience with religion but in that breaking of the religion, they lose their connection to spirit, which is needed for pregnancy. And so yeah. he will come in with people who have either had very traumatic religious upbringings, and he just asks them to come back or to reconnect. Um, and it's just really beautiful. And he is so very matter of fact. And, and so, and he's even just like, you know, they don't have to reconnect to me even. They don't have to believe in me. I just want them to re and I will like literally like plug them back into source um, that's, and wow. it's just, and the first time I saw him, I was doing mirror work and I was like, like who do I, yeah. And I was like, I saw myself as Jesus. And I was like, okay, Jessica, like <laughs> somebody thinks okay, a lot of themselves, ego. you know, I was like, okay. And then I kept getting all these Catholic saints and guides. And I was just like, okay, okay. I'm paying attention. So, and it comes from my grandfather who was a minister. So he's passed on the relationship ah. to me. I found out. Yeah. Cause I was like, I am not religious at all. I mean, Jesus, you're cool, but like, can I get a goddess? You know? <laughs> right. Right. Because many of us were pushed out of that, you know, yeah. religious paradigm and we're like, hell no. And then, yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I remember I couldn't even refer to God for the longest time. Yeah. Um, coming back to spirituality, I was universal oneness or universal energy. It took me a really long time. And then Mary Magdalene showed up. And then Mother Mary, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have the right person because I'm disconnected. Like, not I'm religious. not doing the Bible stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's when I knew it was actually like real that I didn't like make it up or choose it. And like, whenever I do healing, they're always like the healing light of God, the healing light of God. I'm like, okay, you guys, that's a little intense. Yeah. And then they're like the healing light of God. I'm like, they're like, just say it. And I'm like, okay, okay. But it's like so, in, you know, it's so intense. Too. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you guys. <laughs> Yes, the healing light of God. But yeah, it was same thing for me. It was just, and now it's just so comfortable for me. And I can talk about it because of the relationship. But yeah, it was very startling at first. It yeah. is. This is the programming around <laughs> yeah, it. And that's yeah. why that's why I really stay away from like um the story here. Like I'll never forget the time Jesus kicked the Bible off the table. He's like, no more, no more. <laughs> and when we resolved the lifetimes of um, the energy, like I did a lot of work around liberating and, um, clearing templates around religion and Jesus mm. specifically yeah. when I first, this is really cool. When I first met Jesus, you talking about the mirror, yeah. um, really interesting, but I was in meditation and I found him in a jail cell full of density. He had like smoke coming out of him, which was just like a metaphor. Right. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? And it was the very beginning. Yeah. It was just symbolic of the kind of the, the hijacking of that energy of the story. Right. Yes. And, and the imprints of energy. So I worked with him for years on clearing those templates and um, yeah, but, but those stories, I always thought that I would be writing a book around his life and his experience because of how much time we spent together. And he was like, I don't ever want to talk about that story again. Like that story is done. I'm done with the book. And right. He's like, I'm done with that story. He's like, we're, we're creating a new story. Like you don't need to worry about that story. And so I feel like we're all going to know eventually our connection. We're all connected to Jesus, right? We're all connected to that, that template. And we all hold, um, it's a lot at first when that, when that first comes in and you start working with Jesus, but it really is um, available to all of us. We are really connected to him on such a larger scale. And I, yeah, so I stay away from that story of who I am and what I'm connected to. And and also because it allows people to, we're, this, who here has put someone on the pedestal in the healing community, right? Where we're like, oh, I, right? <laughs> yes. I'm not good enough. I would never know. And and that's why Jesus is so neutral and accepting and loving, right? So yeah. like, like accessible. Quit, like, yeah. 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 So I, I really stay away from um, sharing some of those intimate stories and relationship because I don't ever want anyone to think like not one of us is better than the other. We're all here from different energies and different walks of life and well, galactics, right? Different <laughs> aliens, different yeah. planets, whatever you want to call it. Universes. All- and we're all here like being a a piece to that puzzle to that larger puzzle we all bring our magic and our story and each one of us is integral yeah like you guys do such beautiful work both of you right thank you (laughs) yeah so just yeah so I think that's that's the most important thing with Jesus and he would never whenever you put him on a pedestal he's like oh gosh that's not me (laughs) Yeah, that's, you're not putting He's me so on humble. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, 
no, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're all, you know, that we're all Christed selves within, like we all yeah. hold that energy. Yeah. And all so. that consciousness. Yeah. Um, what about, so your guides, right? So you've mentioned that you've worked with them. You've mentioned that you've met them as more of them have come along. Like, can you tell us a little bit about that? I think that's probably like the hottest topic. People like want to know their guides, yeah, guides. like, who are they? How can I hear them? And um, maybe even just a little bit about how you receive the information and maybe how you've tended to that to receive more. Cause I think a lot of people want to know, like, how do I develop that relationship with my guide? Mm-hmm. Or right. Z- right. Z- yeah, Z- <laughs> All right. the guides. <laughs> yeah. Cause we have so many and, and that's, you're we right. Do. Everybody wants to know. And the first thing that I want to share, just because I feel like there's so much intimidation or mm again, putting that in that pedestal. Oh my gosh, you can access that. We all have access to everybody. It It is our birthright. Like it's Mm -hmm. who we are essentially. (laughs) So, and I really struggled in the beginning. I always love to share this because everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's so easy for you. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I had to to take a course to learn Mm -hmm. how to connect. And because I connected in a unique way, around the collective work that I do. So I get like imprints of information. I don't, I don't hear my gut. Like I do a little bit, but it comes in and like this concept and it's like, it's like a vision. It's like here, like I can hear it. I can see it. It's, it's all encompassing. I feel it in my body. So for many people, they think there's something wrong with them if they don't Mm. receive information Mm -hmm. in a particular way. Right. Well, wait a minute. I don't hear my guide. I, I don't see my guide. I don't know the, what, what's being conveyed to me. And it's not black and white like that. So mm-hmm. in our blueprint, we all have a way of how we are wanting to communicate with the higher aspects of ourselves. Mm. And yes, and I, I do love believe not everyone wants to work with spirit guides. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a choice. Why not? <laughs> you, have free will. you have free will. No, <laughs> don't check right? that box next lifetime, man. <laughs> Right. It's, I know, cause it's so great, but some so people, right. Some yeah. people in their blueprint and how they're wanting to work, want to work with their higher selves. So they, mm-hmm. they get information through okay. knowing, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't channel spirit guides. It's right. just a lot of times people think there's something wrong with them because that's not how the information is coming in, but we have access to do it all. You know how we have these categories of mediumship and intuitive. Yeah. And, we, we can do it all. Every yeah. single, like we have access to it all. We really, it's this all encompassing experience. And I think there's so much we still don't know about our intuitive gifts and how they come in and how we work. That's behind the scenes, right? How yeah. we work. Like a lot of people work with energy just by being in front of um, an individual and connecting. Mm-hmm. They're organizing your energy or they're activating your DNA or they're bringing in information or working with babies behind the scenes while you're talking to someone, right? (laughs) Like setting things up, like there's so much that we do that we don't even realize that we do. So Mm. for me, I really struggled in the beginning and I took a course and same thing happened. I think I've had a lot of love relationships, all these guys that have showed up because I know I talked about Jesus. I've been intimate with him before, but when my, when my guy Fulano showed up, um, he was the one that I was talking about initially, um, in my naturopath appointment. Mm-hmm. So I took this course cause I was guided to that came through, um, from that naturopath, go take this course with your mentor, Lori Wilson. So I take this course and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. 
I'm not getting information. I don't hear this guy talking. I'm like, hello, like <laughs> I need you. You've got to turn up the volume. I can hear you, right? But it's not, that wasn't how I was meant to get information. I just didn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. And so I remember the first time talking to Lori and asking her a question, like, I, I don't really understand what's happening. And she's so lovely at, at helping kind of um, with individuals and in, in learning and opening themselves up that way. And she said, you're, you're having a hard time because you feel romantic feelings towards your God. And I'm like, oh my God, how do you know that? Like, I was just mortified that she could feel that. I'm like, I think I've had sex with my guide too, right? Well, this is before Jesus. And I was mortified. Like, I was like, why do I feel this, this connection? What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was someone that I have done. A lot of us have carried out work in other lifetimes coming together in this lifetime. It's like a nexus point where we're completing mm-hmm. in many lifetime. Yeah. So there's a lot of coming together and Thelano and I have worked together in multiple lifetimes preparing for this one. Wow. And yeah. And we were the perfect balance of masculine and feminine. And he's like, honestly, if I could date him, I would, but it's not really, like, I don't really know how that's going to work. Right. <laughs> so much. Yeah. But he's just like, oh my gosh, he's just like, beautiful and then he holds an energy that is similar to Jesus right Mm -hmm. they're they're one of the same Mm -hmm. divine masculine Mm. is he also tasty part of he's also from the same planet yeah who who else is from this planet (laughs) is there any other is Beyonce from this planet no no I'll have time. to I'll have to get a list Please. and get back if to you could. on this. I'll see if I can get like a like if there's a census that they've done or some sort of you oh know, know line of, yeah right we'll see like who else is from this planet and yeah but yeah so I think that the the spirit guide aspect they do believe it's an aspect of ourselves right and because of the veil like it is connected to to people and well beings right spiritual mm-hmm. beings and and helpers and guides and all of that stuff. But I do believe initially um, when we couldn't connect very easily, when the veil was really, really thick and we didn't, we couldn't access outside of the planet very well. I like it felt like almost like a holographic imprint that we were accessing almost like R2D2. Is that the name on star Wars? Like that projection holographic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels like that was a part of what we brought with us to help guide us. Um, when the veil was really, really thick, but as that opens up now, we're really connecting. We're able to connect back home. Mm. Um, they're helping us more than ever. They're in our dream state. They're, they're working on us all the time right now. But I think the ultimate message around that is don't get discouraged if you don't have a spirit guide you know readily available in, on speed yeah, yeah. yes they, there's nothing wrong with you you may be getting your information in a different way yeah. a lot of people actually use their body as well mm. oh empaths is that the great empath struggle yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah definitely so there's there's all kinds of different ways to intuit information mm-hmm. we just you know, when we're, we're starting our journey, we, we get really down on ourselves. We think there's something wrong with us. Like, why can't I get this? Yeah. And I remember going back to Lori and, 
and her holding a session with me. And I'm like, I can't get this. I don't understand how to do this. And I would have a session with her and I would get like three little pieces of information. I'm like, that's it. This is terrible. I'm I'm done. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, it's interesting that you got those three imprints. Cause this is what they relate to. I was like, Oh, <laughs> right. Cause we, we don't trust ourselves. We second yeah. guess everything. And then it was like, Oh, and then we, we have to open up those pathways and build upon those layers and, and learn how to, to palpate it and feel it. Right. Like what does, intuitive information feel like for me what how do I receive information and and I think that's most important because we dismiss so Mm. much so much do you think the resistance is like part of the training to hold that capacity right like the Mm. more that you can move through that resistance and and clear the doubt the more you can hold like sometimes I feel like it's there protectively or for us to kind of show that we're ready to receive if you believe oh. that you have to do that, like, we, like you kind of attract it, you kind of call that in because there's a lot of like validation and struggle right now. Right. Bless us. Yeah. Like we, we, because of the condition we have on this planet of like how we have to achieve things. It's like, mm-hmm. we have to, we feel like we also have to go through a struggle process to validate that this is now working or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just, it being is, like, it is one of the hardest things to learn to trust yourself. It is so hard, right? To, to learn that resistance. And I do believe that comes from the programming on the planet, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's like that rubber band. It, it's how we've existed outside of ourselves. It's how we've received information our entire lives. Our teachers know better than us. Our parents know better than us. Mm-hmm. We're not activated within, right? We receive right. information externally and that's how we make decisions and judgments and, and live right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's how we live. Then we start activating. We start coming back online. We get, you know, we hit our head. We crack (laughs) ourselves open. All of us do. (laughs) Right. We connect to the fail safe program. So (laughs) that being said, we, we tend to, um, we tend to get pulled in many directions. We are used to, um, our ego, Right? Mm. That, that wants to pull us out of that space. That's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know what that is. It's safer over here because this is what we know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's like a rubber band, literally pulling us back into um, what we know. And the more we kind of work with that energy and learn discernment, once we're more activated within and we can feel more within ourselves, it's not as much of a struggle. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. it, it is, it's, it's like, it's part of this opening up. It's part of the, um, the learning to trust. And also what you're saying, Jess, sometimes we learn these things in order to help share with others, right? Our mission, what we're here to do. So that very well could be true for you, yeah. right? That resistance piece and, and helping others around that. Yeah, because I do remove a lot of resistance. I'm very familiar with resistance. <laughs> You're like, I'm the resistance girl. I can help you with that. I can yes. do that. Yes. I know what that is. Yeah. Because <laughs> I literally feel it in my body. And then I stay with the energy until it moves because it's so <clears throat> uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, I gotta with it. get this out. And when they have their aha, I 
the energy shifts for me and I'm like, Oh my God, so much better. So much better. So much better. Yeah. So you work with your body too. Very much. Yeah. 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 Because, um, when I, when people say things like you can really feel like where that energy is in the body and how it's, it could be manifesting in other ways and other blocks. And it just, um, yeah, just, it's people have so much going on in their bodies and it's such a great, um, like thing to tune into and get information from. It does not lie. It does not lie. No. Yeah. Yeah. And truth teller. Yeah. And the body will tell you what's your next layer. Like every trigger, anything that's showing Mm -hmm. up, that's that key, right? That's that like guidance system or mapping system. That's like, this is where you need to go next, right? This is where you need to, um, sit with and uh, unpack, right? It's the charge. Um, and then there's like the prize or the magic under it all, right? The the (laughs) piece of us that we integrate back in. And going back to that, I want to go back to that. I hope it's okay. I want to go back to that piece around resistance and you holding that in your body until you're able to um, work. Like, it's like you alchemize it with the client. Yeah. Right. You Mm -hmm. shift that. So that's a big part of going back to that example of how we work and you holding that energy and, and how we're able to utilize our gifts. Like there's so much that happens through our activated blueprints and what we hold and our own magic. Yeah. We just don't always know what we're doing. We're like, yeah. I think I'm doing something, but <laughs> Good thing yeah, like, I don't know, always know how to describe what it is that I do, but I just essentially say like, I walk into your energy and then I see things and then I invite it into my body and then we move it together. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's like, yeah. How do you put that on a business card? <laughs> like hey Lindsay got this cool title come on guys give me some <laughs> honestly it's like having that's why I'm always like you want me to share this how like yeah, this right. here doesn't fit in this language like mm-hmm. it's so hard to bring these things earthbound and yeah. name them and find the we we don't like we didn't get the glossary yet I'm hoping that's coming right. with the outline but it is yeah. it's really hard but that's like a uh, like you work with that alchemization of energy and you're able to shift that. You also, oh, sorry, this is like coming in around the DNA. Do you know that you work with DNA? Mm, not really. You work with babies. That's literally DNA. Is that DNA? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus is one of the biggest things that he works through with is that portal of the, like, the new soul. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot around that. A portal. <laughs> portal. The portal. You're that's fun. That's cool. On. <laughs> I, I mean, this, like, I never knew spirit babies existed until my awakening. I was mm-hmm. just like, and I, for six months was like, what do I do with this? You know, like, and then opportunities were presented for healing and they were phenomenal. And I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. And I had, resi- I had resistance too. So this is what I do now. Like I went to school, like, oh, if I don't want to do. do this. And they're like, well, go ahead, do whatever you want. And I'm like, no, I want to do this. But like, <laughs> I don't want you to tell me, you know? And they're like, you, you chose this. <laughs> We're not telling you anything. I'm like, so just that acceptance of like, I just have the coolest job ever. Really? Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. It's so amazing. I love it. Some days, yeah. most days. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, it's on the hard days when there's loss, that's hard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and seeing those things yeah. in my email and, and holding space for the loss. But, um, because I know the full cycle of what happens, I'm a little bit more okay with it, but it's just, it's, it's hard for the earth selves. That's the earth self part is the hardest to just be like, that sucks, you know? Yeah. That does suck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, that's beautiful. Getting to work with that, you know, core creation and, and that new energy coming in. It's, it's really beautiful. Do you, I have a question around that. Do you Mm. find that, that the energy around that is changing 100 lately? Every single baby is like, you guys have to do your work. You have to wake up. You have to, we're not coming because they don't want to pick up anything that's old and outdated. And there's so much old and outdated and so much is crumbling and they're coming in to rebuild, but they're like, no, we're not picking up alcoholism anymore in our family. We're not picking up abuse. No, no, you guys handle that now. And so, yeah. And so as long as the parents are showing that momentum towards their own healing and their awakening, they will come in. But some of them are very strict on that. You know, there's all different kinds of babies that come in for different reasons, but those star seeds, light workers, those big, bright ones, they're very adamant. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> but it's, it's cool because like they expect every single doctor to be also intuitive and they expect every single person to also be tapped into their magic and gifts, right? Like they want the functionality of both, mm-hmm. which I cannot wait to see. So excited. Woo! I know. And that's where we're going, right? Yeah. Um, I do work with a, I, I meet a lot of children who have set, like the same kind of children, right? Same kind of babies coming in and these beautiful yeah. kids who are so bright, who are doing this crazy collective work behind the scenes, right? And, and shifting the planet and working through so much and they struggle mm. so much because there's so much lack of understanding yeah. and a lot of them end up with, um, from certain elements and things that have been put in their body and how pure they are and how it doesn't work with their system. And I meet a lot of these kids um, and the parents are just like, I don't know what to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And it tends to fall under um, a diagnosis of pandas. I have heard that come up so much. Say it again. Pandas. I don't know what it stands for. It's an acronym, but. Oh, I was like the cute bear. Okay. Not cute, less cute. Not cute bear. No, not cute. Okay. I need to look this up now. I've I've heard that a lot. And I like when I first initially heard that term, somebody like a Facebook friend, like their kid has pandas or they've been diagnosed. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with your kid. They're just unsupported. Like that was the first, like, there's nothing wrong with your kid. It's just like the system doesn't support who they actually are. So like this is right. the coping. This is them coping. This is the box. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really funny. I'm going to share the story. This, this cracks me up. I have a girlfriend who she has a little girl and you know, they're very like, they're not really awake. She's starting to wake up, but yeah, they're very connected to like sports and everyday life and the job mm-hmm. and the nine to five and, you yeah. know, socializing and the purse and you know, all the yeah. stuff that we, it's great to have an ace purse. You know great. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm into the purse. So anyway, um, <laughs> I remember her saying to me, there's something wrong with my child. And she's, she's kind of like, she didn't realize what she was saying, but she's like, she reminds me of you. She's really <laughs> weird. And I was like, I think, am I offended? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she doesn't understand. Right. And she's yeah. like, she's outside. She's on her swing. She's talking to, I don't know who. And 
she's having all these experiences and she has anxiety and like what is wrong with her and I'm like yeah but maybe there's something wrong with you guys that you're like I'm trying to bring <laughs> yeah. in her <laughs> right I'm like she's great right but yeah no and, and not that there's anything wrong at all but we really had to sit and allow you know a new experience like maybe what you just because you don't know you know, very much about, you know, this, this child's experience and what she's doing, but maybe that's okay. It's okay to have a different kind of experience than what you know, and just allowing an acceptance because it was almost like this resistance, just this pushing away this, like, yes, you can't be here if you're not like us, right? Mm -hmm. Just the societal norm, what many of us have gone through as intuitives and empaths and feeling like we don't belong. Right. And yeah. Cue anxiety, cue all those symptoms. mm -hmm. If you are not being accepted for who you are, they can sense that already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're going to create symptoms that draw in attention for them to be cared for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like when you're, you're witnessing that and I'm like, oh my gosh, this child's so special and beautiful. And like, I can see what she's doing out there on the swing. She has a whole team around her and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she's I'm coordinating. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? She's having a meeting. How do you not know that? <laughs> but, and my poor friends are just like, she's, she's kind of weird. She's, she kind of reminds me of you. I'm like, I get it. I get it. That I'm I not to be offended. Um, it's okay that you just said that. To me. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> all good yeah but it's it's just this really big black and white container and it's really hard for these kids who and that's that's not happening anymore exactly like what you're saying because they're yeah. being born into that to more um the container so they have the proper container to to help evolve and and grow the way that they're meant to be and what we're moving into but it's it's just so disheartening to, to see all these kids who feel like there's literally something wrong with them and they're rejected mm-hmm. by society just because they don't fit into these um, containers. And pandas shows up as this very, um, almost like a haywire nervous system with all kinds mm-hmm. of things like overstimulation and um, it, it shows up as rage and anger and all kinds of excess um or just like a lot of intensity in the emotions. And mm-hmm. there's just, there's too much out of balance and we can work with those kids. I had a child that, um, I remember my girlfriend, um, had a child who had pandas and it has been, had been six months, um, before they had over the span of six months, they hadn't seen their real child in that time frame, right? Mm-hmm. Cause he was just so immersed in all the intensity mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was, is when she came to me, she says, I, I don't know what else to do. My guide said to her, it's going to take 10 sessions before we actually see a shift in the nervous system. And this is when, like, I was kind of first starting out, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was, it was 10 sessions before this child started to emanate mm. aspects of who he really was. And then they would have hours of their child back. Mm-hmm. And then there would be days and then there would be weeks right? Oh, I'm chills. Me too. So yeah, I really, I really feel like I don't want to like, to me, I always think everything connects back to 
energy and an imprint. And I think everything's healable. Like my friends and yeah. my family are, I love that. Every time there's something happening, I'm like, oh, it's the energy. They're it's like, the Lindsay, energy. it's the weather. And I ate this bad piece of food. Okay. <laughs> no, it's I'm the like, energy. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. The solar flares are coming in. Yes. <laughs> And then like, you're feeling the flares. Like, oh yeah, you're having an upgrade. And everybody's like, okay, Lindsay. Yeah. yeah but right. All the time. I think illnesses are an upgrade. Like illnesses is like just kind of unalignment or dysregulation, dysregulation, Jess, um, yes. in your body that like this virus or whatever, this illness is trying to like, up, like upgrade you too. We're trying to get you there through this healing process. Yeah. yeah when I work with a lot of, um, I love that you're bringing this up. It's it's like one of my most favorite topics because we're so programmed to think that viruses are bad yes. and we don't have the capacity to heal in our bodies and like our bodies don't do what we want and there's something wrong with us. And when, when you tune into a virus, like when you track it back to its origin, which is usually not on the planet, we're usually way mm-hmm. out there. It's like this energy of light of trying to help us, right? Mm. Like of the truth of where it comes from. So a lot of times, exactly like what you're saying, it's usually an upgrade or an activation. And I just had, you know what? Yes. Right. When my guys told me, oh yeah, I just had a bullet. Yep. And, but I didn't even think that was an issue, but the week before in my healing session, my guide said to me, you're going to go through a lot of detoxing. You have a lot of detoxing to do in the upgrade that you're going to go through. It's like a rite of passage, right? Mm -hmm. So I had this experience and most of it was clearing a lot of collective and masculine and, um, always connected to the, the feminine and the masculine. Sorry. I didn't say that properly feminine and masculine, because that's where the disconnect originates from, Mm -hmm. right? That's where the the separation is right? It's, it's that unification that brings us back into one and the oneness with all the wholeness of what we're working towards. So when I went through this process, um, I'll just describe it to you the way my guides were showing it to me. It was the figure eight Mm -hmm. and the one side was what they called the contagion, Mm -hmm. right? Which had all the agendas, all the imbalances, all the things that were not of truth, Mm-hmm. like we're, we're talking plagues, hemorrhagic fever, like things that are really old and a lot of them not organically made, like they've been manufactured, right? They're inorganic. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of that figure eight is, um, the, our original selves, right? Mm-hmm. The way we are meant to exist. And this is what humanity is going through right now. So it's like, we're coming up through the inversion of the programming of the lies of the deceit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we've been turned inside out and we have to come and, and come back into true form, right side in, right? For lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And through that, it's like the old and the new, right? And we have to come up back through. We have to see all of the programming. We have to feel it all. We've got to, we've got to experience it and we're filtering it through our systems right? So a lot of people are going through transformation this way of coming back online, of accessing that, um, coming back into true form or excuse me, our wholeness, that rite of passage that humanity is experiencing right now to move away from the programming because that, that old is really moving away from, um, like the energy of the old paradigm. Mm -hmm. 
is is really moving away from the earth. Like the new earth is almost like that standalone where we're going, right? The the new earth is, it's formed, but we just have to separate from that old, which brings in this solar flash. So a lot of us are filtering through that, that density and that form of what needs to be seen, brought up to the surface and alchemized. The problem is, is mm-hmm. it's so loud right now. Mm-hmm. It's really amplified mm-hmm. and we're really at in the bottom of the barrel and it's bubbling, right? Mm-hmm. It's bubbling up. It's all coming out. Nothing can be hidden, but we're in it. It's like we're immersed in it. We can't see mm-hmm. very well, right? So we're like looping the the core stuff that, you know, that foundational core wound is really loud. It feels like we can't, well, we can't get away from it, right? When we're yeah. not in alignment anymore, it doesn't work. Like we're oh, like, yeah. ah, <laughs> right? So we, yeah, so it's just, it's so loud because we're we're really being asked to work through this. Yeah. Right? So a lot of people are doing this, this coming up through the inversion, through illness, through transformation, what looks like illness, but it's yeah. actually this huge upgrade, exactly yeah. like what you're saying. Sorry, that took, that was a big circle it I t- went around there. <laughs> I just like went off and just, just yeah, I was, here. you know, I was like, <laughs> well, the minute that you started mentioning the figure eight, it like showed up on my cheek. Cause I have some stuff going on in my mouth. And they're like, just draw figure eights there and let it ba- rebalance. So then oh, I started okay. doing that. And then I was like, wait, I'm, I'm in an interview though, you guys. And so I'm just like, <laughs> I was doing this, right like, now. you know, like while you're like off in a different place, you're just like, uh-huh. Great. Yeah. So now I'm back, <laughs> but I'll take that. I, Very inspiring. Yeah. I think I might've gone somewhere too. It's fine. But <laughs> and that's what happens, right? There's so much information. It's like, Lindsay, stay in this, this little space and just give that information. But it's so hard because it's like, there's so much. Yeah. That's why I'm like, can someone bring me back to <laughs> earth, right? Back to where we are. Just tell me it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're Do you back. feel Thanks. like all of the like mm, fear and anger that's starting to like rise to the surface? Do you feel like that is just a collective like cognitive dissonance that's happening? It's like your conditioning is butting up against your truth, essentially. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're clearing fear off the planet right now. Um, we're really clearing fear, like the falsehoods of what has been that. There's a really big shift happening around the feminine holding responsibility. There's a lot of resolve happening between the masculine and feminine, and it connects to the sword of light, um, which essentially is that symbolic sword that has been held in between the masculine and feminine, the separation of it all, but it's the lies, it's the conditioning, it's, it's what we have um in the in the dissension in the fall of humanity when we fell in atlantean times especially Mm. and when we went into unconscious aspects of ourselves and that separation really set in there was a lot of things that um a lot of responsibility a lot of masculine feminine roles right a lot of this is how it's supposed to be and the patriarchy right which is really, if you go back to Adam and Eve, okay, you you guys have to keep me here because I'm going to try to stay focused on this one point (laughs) because there's a million things that this ties into, but it really ties into the masculine, like the blinders, Mm -hmm. right? So they really did not have access to who they were. There was like this, um, 
to summarize it, essentially these blinders and they didn't really, they couldn't see beyond that. And they were very conditioned. Whereas the feminine, the feminine didn't have a role in society. You were either the mother or the prostitute. You weren't just revered yeah. as the divine feminine, right? So we're yeah. coming back into claiming that throne again as just the divine feminine, but also the sword. The sword is a really big energy representing power, right? And the feminine, we have done our own role of wanting to feel safe and this expectation and feeling as though um, the lie, it's, it's actually a lie. We're, we're, we're really telling the truth around this power and giving this power to the men, to the masculine behind the scenes and feeling as though we needed them to protect us when that, that's not really true. But then we held full responsibility and the protection ourselves anyway. It's it's very, mm-hmm. it goes way, way back, but we're breaking down this shell and this like element of having to hold it all. Mm. The feminine of have been responsible for creation, right? Um, so it's like this, oh, I'm going way off on a tangent here, but it's like this element mm-hmm. of life and death and the masculine have been responsible for death and the feminine responsible for birthing right the Mm -hmm. war that Mm -hmm. all that stuff but we're we're moving away from all of this we're moving away from these imbalances and these titles and Mm. we are creating um a balance within of being a human without these expectations and roles and Mm -hmm. um having to hold something a specific way yeah is the easiest way to say it is and and that's where true power power the sword that's what it represents comes from truth mm-hmm. right yeah yes. so yeah so bumping up against these the old it's it's really the pathway forward's really highlighted it's really loud because we're working with the, the higher aspects of us like the our higher selves are really leading the way now right we can really mm-hmm. feel that it's undeniable, which is why the, the things that aren't aligned feel so uncomfortable. It's like, mm. ah, I can't be here anymore. So as we're, we're coming back online and, and moving in that direction and really being guided in a whole new way now, these elements of what can't be there are falling away more easily, mm-hmm. but they're louder. They're coming mm. in, they're loud. It's like done, right? You work through it. But right now there's a big scene of all of this, this bubbling up, bumping up against it having to feel it and what we really need to be careful of not be careful of like in a way of fear being fearful is we need to understand that we're doing a, a dance with the shadow right mm-hmm. yeah do we need to dance with the shadow with this is this mine do I need mm. to be here because really essentially what we are wanting to do is move into the new that's where we can alchemize more. That's where we are more aligned, where there's more manifestation. There's more of everything available. So it's like when these things are showing up, we can move more quickly, but we want to be careful that we don't get pulled in and start dancing with someone else's shadow. We don't, we can't find, we can't find our answer or what's meant for us in someone else's shadow. Mm-hmm. Discernment is so, I've talked about this so much lately this year. Like you have to have discernment. Is yeah. this mine? Is this not mine? It's not yours. Let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's not ours. And 
yeah, it's, it's loud right now. So discernment around, do I need to be in this? Is this for me? Mm-hmm. And then what's showing up, right? Everything that's showing up right now is so purposeful. So if something's showing up, first of all, is this mine? Do mm-hmm. I need to go there? Yeah. What's the piece in this for me? Versus going in and trying to figure it out through someone else, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing there that. for you. <laughs> yeah. Move along. <laughs> Just get you spend a lot of time there. It's like a, yeah, you get, that's when the looping comes in. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we've been, I feel like we've been on a journey. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't even know what time it is. <laughs> but this was, it. this was so much fun. Um, and you told us a little bit about soul print, where can people find you and more information about your course so that they yeah. can uh, get their shit together. <laughs> so, um, my website, lindsaydiamond.com. Um, also Instagram. I'm not, I'm more on more present on Instagram than I am on Facebook and I'm not it just aligns more mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but, um, lindsay.diamond, um, on Instagram and soul print because it's, we're working in real time energy because it's something that's being brought or found as we're threading together new collective frameworks and, and creating it this next one that's coming to fruition um, near the end of May is just being formed. Mm-hmm. So every time I do, even though I've already done one um, one round of soul print, this is a whole new layer around this collective work. So um, that is just, I'm going to start sharing more around that over the next um, couple of weeks. So it's just coming to. That is so exciting. I love that. Um, Well, Lindsay, you have been a phenomenal guest. um, And we always like to ask at the end, what's something weird about you that we don't or know the way, yeah, that we don't know, <laughs> or maybe the way that you grew up that you love or that you now love. Something weird about me. Aside from everything that like we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, this is something that you probably could have guessed. I always thought my entire life I was an extrovert, you know, when I was living out my unconscious life. But I actually am one of the most awkward. I'm so awkward with people. Like I'm really <laughs> weird. Um, and I don't know if this is, this is the first thing that's coming up, but I, I am, I'm really weird around people. I, yeah. I'm kind of, I do better on my own. I do a lot out in nature. Um, I spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. So I don't know. A lot of people are kind of surprised Yeah, or maybe not, maybe not, but yeah, I, I'm kind of, I really kind of spend a lot of time with just me. Yeah. And you love that, right? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. do. It takes a while in the process because we're really conditioned to be around people and Mm -hmm. yeah, but I would say that that's something that people don't generally would know. I don't know. Maybe you guys are like, she's kind of like weird and (laughs) In the best possible way. (laughs) We could have called that a mile away, but a lot of people don't know that. Like I'm really awkward in front of, yeah, it's really weird. I'm like, ah, but it's, it's a lot of energy. I love it. I love that. It's the same. Jess is the only extrovert in this conversation. (laughs) I know you really are. Yeah. You're really, you're really introverted, Natalie. Oh yeah. I established in the first episode, I have three friends. 
and like I don't I don't know if I'm looking to expand <laughs> can we fill out applications yeah. like right right I, I'll consider but like I do get really awkward I don't I can't do small talk it's impossible yes <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Don't talk. Yes. I don't want to talk. I can't. I want to talk about why you hate your mom. Like that's why I want to talk to you. (laughs) Can we talk about stuff that actually matters? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I can relate to that. I'm going to apply for, yeah. Apply for friendship. I love it. I'm applying. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love it so much. Um, well, thanks so much for coming. I'm yes. We'll probably have you on again. I feel like we're gonna need some direction after this flash. Yeah. <laughs> so round up Jesus and we'll have a little a little get together. We'll talk about how to navigate these new times. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It was such an honor. You guys are I, I, I'm very silly and that's another thing I don't get to express very often as well. So I, I just love the energy and it's such an honor to be here with you guys in your community. And thank you. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and to our listeners, we will see you in a couple weeks. Adios.